Hey everyone, this is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. I have Trevor with me, and we are going to talk about the Disney and Fox merger that happened a week ago. And also, we're going to talk about our picks for the coming book of the week. We're going to talk about Mr. and Mrs. X, and also we're going to talk about Pestilence. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Hey everyone, this is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. I have a special guest with me, Trevor. Hello. How are you doing, Trevor? I'm doing pretty good. It's been a while, again. It has, it has been a while since yeah, your last podcast. I love that I'm always a special guest, even though I'm on here like over 50% of the time. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You might as well be my co-host, right? <laughs> Just about. Yeah, right? So, I mean, it, what it is, what it is, man. So um, this podcast is kind of special. This is a, re- a weekend review for us. Uh, last week, you know, fo- first of all, we're going to talk about the Fox merger with Disney and stuff like that. And also, we could do like a comic book review from last week. And um, we're going to start off with the Fox and Disney merger, which was finalized what, last week by the shareholders and, and stuff for $71.3 billion, I think. Something like that. I didn't pay that. You close didn't pay attention attention to the amount. No. Well, well, it was you know the shareholders say uh, we, it's a, it's a thumbs up. We want this merger. You know whatever. So my question to you, Trevor, with this merger, you think the quality of the movies from Fox is going to change a little bit? Why Disney got the um, the required rights to them now? Well, I I think so. I mean. Marvel's been doing really well with their cinematic universe. The X-Men have been kind of... Eh. Hit and miss on Yeah, it's very hit and miss. Uh, mostly miss, I've found. The um, past two movies? Well, I mean, it depends on which ones you look at. Exceptional Logan and Deadpool. Logan was really good. Deadpool have been great. Um, but those have been kind of special circumstances, I think. Because Deadpool, they just decided, we're going to do our own thing. We have a limited budget with the first one. So they had to get creative and and it worked out really well for them logan was it was made more like an actual movie like yes with it a was storyline and you know drama and everything like that so it was a lot more than just like a superhero flick you know it was more like a western type thing really um, it was but yeah a lot of the like i liked x the first x-men movie i liked x2 X-Men Last Stand was a piece of shit. Yeah, Excuse man. Excuse my language, but that thing was... No, go ahead. That thing was awful. <laughs> uh, uh, who, who directed that? Oh, Brett Ratner. That was Brett Ratner, yes. Yeah. That movie was terrible. Um, and then X-Men First Class was okay. Um, Days of Future Past was pretty good. Because they had to do a lot of retcon from yeah, the they last Yeah, they had to like seriously fix up the thing. Um the Wolverine was good, I, and I enjoyed that one. The origin was not good. Origins was awful. I liked the Gambit parts, and of course, you know... Um, you are a fan of Gambit. Right, and then Ryan Reynolds is always good, even though they screwed up the Deadpool thing, but, you know, he was funny in his scenes. And then I didn't actually watch the last X-Men movie, because it just looked awful. <laughs> I went to see X-Men Apocalypse, man. It, it wasn't all that good. It was okay. It was not better than the Days of Future Past. Right. And now, with that saying that, 
I know this is the next one coming out called X Men Dark Phoenix. Phoenix. Right. And now just Fox got coming, just got acquired by um, Disney now. Now I don't know. It's scheduled for next year, I think. If they've already started shooting, shooting it, yeah. then it's going to come out. Um, yeah. I don't think there's any changing that. But down the well, down the pipeline was multiple men. Uh, what else? Multiple men. X Force. X-23. There's been the talk of the talk Gambit, Gambit movie. movie. Now all those things going to have to be really put on hold now. Right. So well, they figure things out. They figure things out with all the money thing. With this go here. People, yeah. All the pieces need to be set. Yeah, I don't think X-Force will be put on hold for very long. I don't think so. To be perfectly so. honest. You don't uh, think so? That one? No. Because Deadpool's been doing so well. I think they'll they'll have that one go as quickly as possible. Well, for me, you know, Deadpool is one of the other characters we're talking about that's just part of the Disney now. I wonder, are they going to still keep the the rated R tone, I mean, the, the ratings um, for, like, Deadpool or the Logan or X-23 be exactly. X-23 was violent in Logan. Oh, yeah, they were planning on that one. That was another one. Um, it was, I, I think they'd be stupid not to because uh, if you tone down Deadpool, it doesn't really work. That's part of his charm. Um, but... It's Disney, so we'll see what they do. But hopefully, they keep it the way it is. Yeah, I hope so too, man. Because I like like Spider Man and Deadpool team. That would be nice. But you know, that's wishful thinking for a fan, you know. Right. And another thing that um, Disney got from Fox also is the Predator, the Alien. I mean, they have most of the the Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Oh, I fucking forgot about that. The Fantastic Four. Finally, we I mean, might really, get one. Really, they can only do. Better with that one because there's no way you can do worse. Jeez. I don't think. I mean, I don't want to jinx it, but so don't jinx it, man. Because I mean, it'd be you'd really have to work at it to make it worse. It's and that's the thing, you know. When they were talking about the Fantastic Four, oh, uh, we're gonna do a Doctor Doom too. I said, why do you want to do a solo movie for Doctor Doom? Yeah, that just sounds stupid. stupid. To me. It's stupid to me, but we hope we have a good Fantastic Four movie. I mean, we have saw how many three so far, right? think so yeah there were the two that were related to each other with um jessica alba jessica alba and chris evans oh that's right <laughs> this is before captain america and the commish um oh yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> that's right and then of course there's the josh trank train piece wreck of shit, piece yeah. Of crap yeah the trank wreck yeah that they fucked that up but yeah, but I mean, disney like acquired like the tv shows and the movies you know and that's the thing a lot because like the Family Guy, The Simpsons, everything on Fox Network, mm-hmm. the animation, and with the way the Family Guy, American Dad are with their tone of, um, what's the word, um, topics and subjects. You mean how it's not very family, family friendly? Family friendly, yeah, man. It's <laughs> like, I don't know how they're going to work that out, man. But if Disney had any smarts, they should leave things alone. Well, yeah, if it's be... a pre-existing property, they'd be yeah. smart to just leave it alone. If right. it's already doing the ratings, as soon as they try and tone it down and make it kid-friendly, people are going to stop watching. And, and that's... Then, I mean, so if that's their plan, the way the, to get rid of it, then that would work. But if you want it to keep going and keep making money off of it, you can't You can't do that. Hell, the Simpsons be, Simpson be 30 years now, man. I think next should be 30 years, or this should be 30 years. And... That's the longest running TV sitcom, even animation, or just sitcom in general. 30, 35 years, I man. Think so, yeah. Yeah. Because I was reading an um, article that. Um, I think Gunsmoke was the Gunsmoke was originally. Yeah, but. Gunsmoke was the other one. But it passed Gunsmoke in 2009, I think, something mm-hmm. like that. So right now, The Simpsons, Simpsons 
are actually the longest running sitcom, scripted sitcoms in America, in American history. We're saying a lot, you know, because Disney don't need to touch that. But yeah, they'd be <laughs> foolish to, to touch it in in a major way. Um, you know, The Simpsons has, I, I think, been declining over the years, so it could always use a little bit of, you know, injection of fresh creativity, but you got to at least keep it to the same tone that it's always been. That is true. But the creator of that show got a new show coming on Netflix. Yeah, that one with the elf princess or something. Yeah, Disenchantment, like, I think. Disenchanted or Enchanted. Yeah, something. That one looks good. I kind of want to check it out. So, man, he's still having great ideas, but it's on Netflix. So, Oh, that's another thing, too. Disney's going to own that, too. Mm, oh, interesting. Yeah. Because they have their own streaming service coming out, too. That's right, yeah. I know. I wonder what will happen with that. Damn, Disney. <laughs> I, I wonder if they're going to keep their Disney streaming service or just merge it with Netflix because Netflix has the rights to most of their or had the rights to most of their show until they expire. Right, right. Most I think, of their movies. I so. think what I read in Disney going to go ahead with their streaming service, and well, Netflix got a lot more content now. They do a whole lot of content, their content. Yeah. You know, that's a great thing. Because yeah, I don't think Disney would get rid of Netflix. Um, I just am curious whether they just, instead of doing their actual Disney streaming like they were thinking about doing, whether they just keep it on a Netflix. But well, I don't it, know. This is the first time hearing about it, so I'm just spitballing. I mean, this is me thinking, too. Like, the me thinking this is that with them acquiring Fox, they have, in the library, man, they have so many movies and TV shows now. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be stupid for them to not do a streaming service because they have so much now. Right, and I think that was—that's my opinion. I think they're really going to do that. They're going to go to get. They, the, they probably still will. Anyway, you can rake in cash. Yeah, right. I, yep. I won't be buying it. I probably I, I won't either. It's just like DC Universe. I'll top it. DC Universe, man. They're going to bring out um, their streaming service. It's like, damn! And I looked at the price of it for one year, seventy-four dollars and ninety-nine cents. I said, why the hell? Watch that, watch that man! <laughs> yeah, I've seen a trailer for of uh, the Titans, man. Oh yeah, fuck Batman. <laughs> What in the hell? I man? know you got Dick Grayson like shooting people and breaking, breaking necks, necks and like, see, snapping arms, and you see Dove and the other <laughs> characters, um, blood flying everywhere. People knees getting cut up. I'm like, yeah. wow, this is out of control. Yeah, it's like it's so weird to like do it from what's Teen Titans, which has always been like more aimed at kids and family friendly, and it's like, yeah, let's just make it dark and violent and. You know, make Raven like, oh, you gotta help me, you gotta help me. Dude, it's just, just looking at it, man. Damsel in distress. I mean, I mean, even Starfire, I mean, nothing against, I mean, the way she would dress made me like, okay, that's not right. It's not the image I would have liked, because Starfire is one of my favorites. I know. So it's not the image I would have liked, and I don't know what's up with that outfit. I mean, it's like the big furry coat Co- that, I don't know, just makes her look I'll tell you cute. what she looked like, man. And then the, the skirt just makes her look like, like a, a prostitute. prostitute. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, that's not right. And then, I mean, I'm sure the actress is lovely and will do well with the role for what it is, because that show looks like a train wreck, but, you know... It's not my vision of Starfire. So At first, uh, I know we all Toby were talking about the Fox and Disney. I mean, we on DC right now, but the, the looking at the trailer, man. At first, I thought it was going to be Jason Todd because you know in a comic book, Jason Todd is more of the violent. He's the darker. He's the darker. One, yeah. yeah, he's the but it, damn Dick Grayson. Yeah. All right. Now, what if he's not going to be Robin for a couple episodes? He might be Nightwing. Who knows, man? Because that right there, man. When he said "fuck Batman," like what? What the hell is wrong with these people, man? Like, this is crazy. Yeah, I, 
I, I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to stick around for even one episode to find out. I'm so. not going to watch it. And, but my, my problem was with their streaming service it was that I want to see Young Justice. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Young Justice, man, because that's one of my favorite uh, cartoons that damn um, DC and Warner Brothers put out. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was cut short on Cartoon Network, and they put it on Netflix, and people started binging and everything, and people, oh, yeah, it's going to be on Netflix. You son of a bitch. Y'all put it on them, the DC Universe streaming service. Uh, of course. And I'm like, God, all right, come on. But it is what it is. You know, that's a, that's a corporation. It's a company. So, yeah. But back to Fox and Disney, man, I think um, with their catalog of movies and TV shows now, they are going to go ahead and do the streaming service. And and that's my opinion. I, you know, I could be wrong, but why not? I mean, you got so many of the, the movies and the content like I said, it's an extra way to make money. You're already making money off of Netflix. Make it off of your own streaming service as well. It's yeah. yeah. I know. And I know. In the deal, um, they, they they do not touch the Fox Sports or the Fox News. Mm-hmm. And after the deal was um, done, it's going to be not called it's a, a new. Shame we could really use someone to change Fox News. Oh no, we can't. We can't get. I don't want to talk about no politics on Fox News, man. <laughs> nah. But I mean, it's called a new Fox after this. Right. So I mean. They can keep the news and the broadcasting and stuff like that. I mean, it'd be a problem if they acquire the news and then all of a sudden you go see Donald Trump say, "Oh, oh my God, Disney got Fox!" Ah, he's gonna his head's gonna fucking explode. Yeah, but they're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> so, I mean, I think I think one of the key elements that we probably want to discuss is how that's going to affect like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, this merger. Well, I think it's going to affect it in a positive way because of the way the MCU has been going over the years. They get better and better with the storytelling and the, the um, connective tissue they got together. Everything is related and connected. And um, it's gotten better over the years. And I think that's a great thing because, like I said, we need a new Fantastic Four movie. And with yes. that, with with those characters, man, you could do so much with the Fantastic Four. Because if you look at their villains, like Doctor Doom, Galactus, Nihilus, right? You know, you have some um, good villains. Doctor Doom took on in the comic, but he takes on everybody. Yeah. So I think it works out that way. My opinion, it worked out that way. You know, with having those kind of villains, because you know what, right now, Thanos is the villain of now. And, you know, we need a new villain. And I think Doctor Doom would be great. Yep, for I, the think, MCU. I think he'd be good going forward. And yeah, that is even if you don't really use the Fantastic Four, which I'm sure they will anyway. At least their rogue gallery of yeah villains is pretty substantial, so you can get a lot of a lot of stuff from that. And that's that's an amazing thing is because I thought the Scrolls was part of the Fantastic Four, but we getting them in the Miss I mean Captain Marvel, right? And then once again, like I said we got Galactus and his heralds, you know, Silver Silver Surfer. Um, um, Fire Lord. It was so many of them. So you got so much in the Fantastic Four Road Gallery that you can use. You know, then we can go over to the X-Men. Oh, God. The X-Men. Okay. The X-Men is where I'm a little bit worried. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because the question is, especially if they're still making this Dark Phoenix movie, are they going to just use the canon that was already there from Fox and kind of bring it in? Because if they do, it's... Uh, then I would kind of wish this Fox merger did not happen. Right, I can see that I, point. I just don't want any of that to invade the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If they start over and just kind of slowly introduce some of the X-Men in it, or just 
start an X Men movie. If there was smart, I'm okay with. If there was smart, I think they'd do a fresh reboot. They were. It's such a it's such a clusterfuck right now that they really do need to. And they um, have a fresh reboot. And I, but I'm afraid that they're not going to. And I, I mean, I'll probably still watch them, but that's that's the part of this merger that's always had me nervous. Is I don't really want that to come over into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. Right. Yeah, someone wants to see Wolverine go up against an Iron Man. Okay. I mean, it's, it works in the comic books, you know. Right. But I see your point on that. It might be a clusterfuck. And now's a good time, especially with uh, uh, Hugh Jackman, and you t- know, hanging up the claws. Is and that also, now's a good time to kind of reboot that whole thing. And also, Robert Downey Jr. not gonna be doing Iron Man no time right. soon. And all the contracts are up and everything like that. Right. They could do a fresh reboot. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, I just mean if you're gonna bring the X-Men and you're going to bring Wolverine in now's a good time to just reboot all of it and then the new actor that you hire as Wolverine he's like the MCU Wolverine that's, that's, that's right it. That's, that's a good point I can see that happening and someone pointed out looking on YouTube that maybe all this was going on they do a story like the mutants have always been here you know, that use a storyline like that. Oh, they, they're always hiding. You know, they want to come Just out. like the Inhumans. The Inhumans. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm kind of glad they got the X-Men now because they were trying to push the Inhumans really hard. They were, but yeah, that flopped so hard. <laughs> yeah, they tried their best with that, man. But that's that's your biggest thing, right, with the X-Men coming in? Yeah, I'm just kind of worried how they're going to do that. Um because I like the X-Men. I actually started out reading comics, reading the X-Men. You know, over the years, they've kind of taken it's on... It's kind of hard to keep up. Yeah, and taken more of a darker tone and more depressing, despair-filled tone that I just... And focusing on characters I don't give a shit about, but, you know. Yeah, I know. You don't care much about Wolverine or Storm or Colossus or Kitty Pride. No, not really. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so... And then... And then it was you know, too much for a long time of Cyclops being a dick. <laughs> Which <laughs> he is a dick. Was. Was he's a dick. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I Cyclops, think he's coming. Yeah, Cyclops and Emma Frost. Just, you know, yeah. we're, the, we're the king and queen of the X-Men. It's like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I do hear he's coming I think he's coming too. back. Yeah, the biggest a-hole in the Marvel, Marvel Universe is coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a douchebag. Yeah, and, but the worst part is, is he started out as the straight-laced one. He was the... They were on a turn during the Grant Morrison run. Yeah. I, that was when I started getting out of the X-Men, because Grant Morrison came in and just changed it in ways that I did not like, and... And it never, turned, it never got back to him never, being a Boy Scout after it that, It never man. came back. It just... And I was reading X-Men, Uncanny X-Men, all the X-Titles I was reading at the time, and it was during a time when Bendis was doing... Um, the Avenger stuff, and he had the keys to the kingdom. You know, right. he was doing everything. All of a sudden, you have the X Men, the mutants in general. Like, not many left. Like two hundred left, and Scott took it upon himself. I'm going to be the savior. I'm going to take. You could come to Utopia yeah. and stuff like that. So all of a sudden, he got a big ass head, and he became like a Magneto. Yeah. He was like almost like yeah. a damn dictator. Yeah, he pretty much did. Now, tyrant, a tyrant. I mean, other words, not a dictator. But yeah, but um. I think they could do a pretty good job. If they do the do it right, man, as far as with the X-Men, you know, just do a fresh reboot right. and get new actors and actresses for characters, and I think they'll do pretty good. Yeah. But don't use none of the stuff they got now. Right, exactly. I think they've, they've got a good enough track record that they're good at starting, you know, all these things and incorporating things. So I think they could do a great job. I'm just really worried that if they keep all of the old stuff from Fox... It's just going to be a train wreck because it, it's hard to merge those two. Now, speaking of the properties from Fox that's now Disney, 
Another problem, I'm laughing because this is funny to me, is Avatar. <laughs> Avatar. Oh, boy. God. The James Cameron James Avatar. Cameron Avatar, you yeah. the one that he's been making, like, three new movies. Nope, make it four. Now make it five. And he's been working on them for, like, 15 years now. That Avatar? Yes, that Avatar. That Avatar. And that's Which just, nobody gives a shit about anymore. <laughs> you know, and, that, and, and now Disney got Disney in it now. So the, the crazy part I say that is... He made a comment about the Avengers fatigue, right? That's true. He did. And now Disney got your property. Yep. So you cannot say anything else bad about Disney or their or they movies. Right. Because you might get your stuff plugged, pulled away. So I find that very funny to me because he, he talked about it on Twitter and the social media talking about, oh, Avengers fatigue. But then you're the butthole going to do five damn movies, man. I mean, four movies. Including for the first one. Total of five movies, man. I don't know how many he's doing total, but it's like... This is the thing. I mean, I'm sure there's like diehard Avatar fans, but... Who oh, you know It was Dances hard. with Wolves with blue people. <laughs> with and a bunch tails. Of, yeah, and a bunch of guys fucking their own animals that they rode. <laughs> that was them. And Weird. It, was, it was fun to watch, and the technology, you know, for the, the camera work and in 3D was amazing. But then when he got out of the movie, you were like... It's done before. This has been done yeah, before. Exactly. When I stop and think about it, that was kind of a dumb movie, and I never watched it again. And you only ever hear of Avatar when people are talking about they're making five more movies. That's the only time I ever hear about that movie. Yeah, I never. I saw the movie once, and that was it. So I didn't want to go back like, and see it. Why are they even continuing? I don't think I don't enough know. people care at this point. I don't care, man. I'm not. I really don't care. I mean, the first one was okay. I just don't care. I mean, I'm, I like science fiction, but like you said, the story has been done before. Dance with wolves, with blue people, with tails sticking into the animal like they're having yeah. sex. Ah, that's, it was just yeah. disturbing. It's the whole, it's the whole well, what's it called? The white guy who saves the, the locals or whatever. <laughs> that's, you know, that's the story that it is, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's all overdone again. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of funny to me because now Disney got your property. I mean, your stuff, so... And also, they kept on the Fox Searchlight uh, pictures, which they did a lot of indie stuff, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool, man. I think they should keep that anyway, because I think Disney needed like some indie um, movies and stuff like that. So, I mean, all in all, man, I think it could be great, but then people said about Monopoly. You know, just think about them getting this, they're having this right now, is that when you go to the movies... I'm gonna say eight. No, I'm gonna say six. Six out of ten. I'm gonna say say six out of ten. Most of the Most movies of the, are gonna belong to Disney. Disney, yeah. yeah. Be, that is one of the big problems. Is that right. They, they now own everything. The, you got the major studios: Disney, Warner Brothers, and Universal, and Paramount. It's only like five, I believe. Four now. Four or five major studios. Now, I don't know what to say, man. But you know, because Time Warner was brought out. By AT&T and time, AT&T got Time Warner and Warner Brothers. Now. Right. That's another thing, man. It's just a lot of these mergers, man. People, it's going to come to a point that we're going to have two damn companies in the entertainment business. Yep. And that's kind of not right because in this America, you're supposed to have a capitalistic America. You have competition. You're not supposed to have a monopoly. But then again, it's all about people being greedy. Yep. But at the same time, we're here talking about them being greedy, but at the same time, the geek and me, I mean, you too, and the nerd, mm-hmm. we want to see these movies. Right. So, it's, you know, it's a There's, it's a always, there's yeah. always pros and cons. It's just a matter of, you know, when it comes to capitalism and uh, monopolies, 
you just got to be careful because otherwise they'll overprice the consumers and they'll prevent anybody else from becoming a competition because right. they can drive them out of the market. Because the Department of Justice, they okayed it. They okayed the merger. Right. So I was kind of shocked at that. You know, but they told them, they told Disney they have to like sell off in ninety days of the um what is it what is they said to sell off I think the sports parts of it mm-hmm. the regional the regional sports they got to get rid of that some kind of way so that's that's it right there but enough of Disney and Fox you know I want to talk about that because that was on my mind all week but also we're gonna talk about this past week um, new comics that came out. And like Trevor said earlier, he's a big X-Men fan at first, but he has certain characters that he loves. And one of those characters is Gambit and Rogue. Now, you and I were talking about this not too long ago, and they had a miniseries, Rogue and Gambit and Rogue miniseries. Right. It was written by Kelly Thompson for five issues, I think? Yeah, it's five issues. So this past week, Marvel decided to bring out um, an ongoing series called Mr. and Mrs. X. Yeah, well, they decided before. Before they decided this week because they, they decided, didn't have time to make it. But. Since the game, yeah, well, right. Since the miniseries but the got great reviews, so well, the well, they've decided to do an ongoing. Yes. But this spoilers alert because this deals with the aftermath of X Men Go number thirty, the finale. This was Pit, um, Colossus, and Shadowcat Kitty Pride supposed to begin married. And I'm going to talk about this because that tire, I think that last month or so, this month or something, you had Batman getting married. They getting married. Oh, everybody wouldn't have a damn wedding, right? So I'm me reading Batman number 50, and I picked up X-Men Gold 30. Now, I didn't read 30 yet, but I read Batman because I was eager to watch and read, right? I'm reading, I'm reading it. I'm reading the book, I'm reading the book. I'm like, ain't that about a bitch? All of a sudden... He's not, he doesn't get married. I mean, this big buildup, man. 50 issues, right? Big buildup. Decided not to get married. Catwoman leaves him at the altar. Not even leave him at the altar. Left him on top of the fucking building. You know what I'm saying? And then, make it, make it bad, make it worse, is that the same day when number 50 came out, Catwoman came out. Number one. And I said, don't read, don't read number 50. And that's right there, giving it away right there. That was yeah, stupid. That was, that was weird. That was they just stupid to me, man. on the same day. They should have at least... Had it come out a week later. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, God, what are y'all thinking? And it made such a big deal of this event because they had all the comic book shops open up at 11.59 at midnight to sell this book. Right. You know, props to this um, DC with the the marketing and the advertising, whatever. But I didn't get up that night. I stayed my ass at home with the next day. So I read that book. So I cool. I'm very disappointed. So I'm reading... X-Men Go, number 30. So this supposed to be Kitty Pride and Colossus' big wedding. And all of a sudden, things transpire back and forth. They don't get married. I'm like, ain't this about a bitch? I'm not reading two books. No one getting married, yeah, right? Not a, not a good month not, for marriages. There's not the... whatsoever. I'm like, okay. At least it's better than Game of Thrones marriages. Oh, the red wedding? <laughs> yeah. yeah. At least everybody's still alive at the end of them. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So I'm reading this like, what the hell? Now nah, there's two marriages that didn't happen? So I'm reading this book, then I see, read the next page, and I see Gambit, and I'm looking at Rogue, I'm like, okay. So all of a sudden, this is spoilers, this for, if you have not read the book, I'm just saying, I'm telling what's happening now. So, in that book, it was not a wedding that we thought was going to happen, but it was a different wedding. It was Rogue and Gambit. And I read that, I had a smile on my face, I said, this is about time, because those those two characters, man, have been going through from hell and back and forth, and 
they were just up and down over the years, man. Mm-hmm. Different writers wrote, didn't want them to be together. Decades now. Decades, yeah. So, back to going to the book that came out this past week, Mr. and Mrs. X. So, it is um, the aftermath of X-Men Go. You know, they're on a honeymoon. And I'm not going to go for I'm not. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to see what you think about it. I'm going to go ahead and ask you. So, you read the book. So, what did you think about the book? When you finish right after the red, after you finish reading, which one, Mister 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 X, 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 X Men Gold? No, you can read Gold. I'm talking I, about. I only glanced at it, yeah. but basically, when I was looking at, I saw that Mister and Mrs. X was coming out. I was like, oh, this looks great, you know, Rogue and Gambit. You know, I guess they're keeping them as the couple that they kind of got back together as in that miniseries. And then when I like was reading the thing, it was like. Shut, you know, um, Kitty Pride and Colossus didn't get married. Instead, Gambit broke it. And I was like, holy crap, yay! <laughs> so, like, that's why it's Mr. and Mrs. X. So I was very excited at that point. Um, and so then, obviously, I wanted to pick it up as soon as possible, read through it, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, so, yeah. this, is, this has been, for me, like 20 years in the making. You know, I started out as a huge Gambit and Rogue fan uh, back in the day. I didn't really get into them until watching X Men, the cartoon, the, cartoon. It's the animation. The, it was totally the cartoon. Well, I got into Gambit playing <laughs> this game. I think it was on the Nintendo sixty four called. I think it was Spider Man and the X Men. I remember that. This game was awful. <laughs> Whoever, I I need to like check up on it because I had read something that I think the people who made this game intentionally made it so you could not beat it and to piss people off because it was. Every every character had like two levels, right? But the second level was impossible to beat. I could never beat it with any of the characters. But I did enjoy the Gambit one. That's how I learned who Gambit was. Throwing the cards, and he had to like race a, a rolling ball, right? And yet, but he had to like you know throw his cards enough to knock the walls down and keep going, kind of like through a little maze thing. Um, so I thought I thought that was cool. And then when I watched the cartoon, he intrigued me, and I loved the flirtation between him and Rogue. And then I started reading the comics, and mostly was just a Gambit fan. Right. So I'd read anything that had Gambit. Uh, so I loved his, you know, I loved his series by Fabian Nicieza. Um, that's hot, Nicieza, that's right. Yeah, that was, I think that's how you pronounce it, but I love that series. Um, and then... Um, was it a miniseries or a regular series? It was a regular, ongoing. It, it ended at, well, he ended at 24 issues, and then Scott Lobdell came in and wrote 25, and that was the last issue. That was a piece of junk because Scott Lobdell is kind of a sexist piece of trash. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, that that book was awful. But um, but then then there's been a couple other miniseries. James Asmus did one, this which I really enjoyed. I that that was then, sixteen books, right? Or seventeen? That one was maybe seventeen or eighteen, maybe even nineteen. But okay. yeah, it was it was only a few. And then um, there were a couple others. There was that one twelve issue one. I don't remember who wrote it now. But it was drawn by Georges Jante. Right. So I enjoyed that well, one. Well, I know he did a lot of team up with different characters. Deadpool and Dead. Me, Deadpool, Wolverine. I remember yeah, the one Wolverine. That was I, I got that one. Um, that yeah, was for Arcade. He was fighting against yeah, Arcade. Yeah, that was an old school one. Um, but yeah, and I just always enjoyed their flirtations and on and off romance over the years. You know, sometimes it would get very frustrating. Other times. And then she went through her whole Magneto phase and... I was not a fan of Rogue during that entire phase when she was dating Magneto. And who was the one writing her? It was uh, Carrie. I did not care for his... Carrie. Mike Carrie? I think it's Mike Carrie. Yeah, he was... 
he was like, obsessed with her, so she was like the thing. But it was like, I don't know. Oh, she, that's right, because she led a team. Yeah, and it was just always Rogue showing up everybody, and it was the Rogue show, and it was just ah, she just kind of got annoying at that point. But then they've started to kind of bring her back to being the Rogue that we all know and love. And um, so yeah, I've been a fan of them getting back together now, and I did love that five issue series by Kelly Thompson. Uh, I, she she's but first of all, she's a fan. Because in the right. back of the she's book, she clearly, talks about it. She's a clear fan. as a fan. Yes. So she's a fan of the characters. Which is great, yeah. Because there's been so much... Um, Gambit has just been given so much shit over the Let years. Let me tell you, was the raw deal he got one time when I was reading. Got, I was into the X-Men. so many. Man, he wanted to have... Oh, he became a horseman. Yes. For Apocalypse, right? Yeah, became death. Death. And that was stupid. The way the circumstance of it, or what I want to sacrifice... I don't know. Then, the residuals of that... It was lingering because yeah, they it, kept popping up and they were playing with that storyline for a while until they eventually just like, eh, screw it, we're just yeah. gonna get rid of that. But then they brought him back again in the X twenty three um, series when Marjorie Luke yes was I, right. Now I like that. I was I was very happy with that. I thought and he that was, was more a of nice, a mentor. Yes. Then like because most of them make him like sleazy, but he's not. He's a, he's charming, but he's not a sleaze. Right. That's the thing. And in that book, he was actually a, being a mentor and a friend. Right. So when I read that and in the book, in, in the book, and um, X twenty three was on his side on right. his team. Uh, yeah, well, I kind of get prepared for the wedding. Yeah, it was nice I, to see, I see that. See yeah. her back as she was trimming his his hair with her claws. Right. I recommend you read X twenty three, man. Okay, Matter of yeah. fact, you hear I give it to you. When you um, all right, yeah, I'll have to check that one out. I, but, I do like X twenty three, but she's another one that's been up and down. Like I don't know what Bendis was doing. It's with her. It's like. X-23 is a party girl. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, the best run she had was the creators, the guys who created her. The original one. The original. And I, I did, I really liked Marjorie Lou's run. Yeah, um, and uh, Christopher, was it Christopher Kyle, Yo- Christopher Yost. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, created her. She was on X-Force. X-Force. As well, yeah. Yeah, she was created on a television show, the Evolution television show, by those two guys. Right. So they brought her back, brought her to the comic Into book. Into the comic book. Which they did a great job with her. I think they did an excellent job. Yeah. But it was just the fact that he went, I'm sorry, but Bendis wrote it. was like, oh, no, nah, this is not the person. She's, she's not Bendis a person. just kind of does whatever the fuck he wants with characters. <laughs> it's, kind of a, it's kind of annoying. It really is. Yeah, but I um, really enjoyed the, um, the, um, the dialogue back and forth with, with X-23, Gambit, and Honey Badger. I think Honey Badger was there, the, her sister. Yeah, she was there too, I think. Was she? I think okay, so. Yeah, okay. I think Honey Badger was on there. I might be wrong, but... And Storm was on his team too. Storm, of course, because yeah, Storm and him have been really good friends for, for the long longest. Because so back when she was turned into a child by the Shadow King, right? Back that's, in that's when he made his debut. X two two sixty six. Uncanny X Men two sixty six. But actually, his actually his appearance was in the annual, but the full the full appearance of Gambit was in two sixty six. Because I got it, I got to pick it up. I mean, I got both. I found it. I said, I found the gem. I still need to buy that one. But, man, yeah. man, it's like a hundred and I think it's a hundred dollars. No, I'm sorry, about sixty eight dollars right now. I think I might be wrong. Yeah, it depends on where you get it. Yeah, yeah, but um, I just like the dialogue they had back and forth. You know, Mystique showed up too. You know, Mystique and Rogue. She's um, Rogue is Mystique's adopted mom. And um, Kurt was there too. So brother and sister. It was it was a nice book to read, man. And after reading X, I mean X Men Go and see that Kitty and Colossus didn't get married, and that's another couple, man, that been through the damn hell and back and forth. He he went to hell. She was in a freaking bullet doing a Josh Whedon run and um, astonishing X Men. You know, <laughs> like she. But 
Rogue and Gambit really deserve that book. I think they really do. So I just can't wait to um, keep reading the book, man, because Kelly Thompson did a great job in the first issue. Yeah, she she writes them so well, like their banter with each other, and you know, even when they fight, and you know, a little bit. And the art, the art is great in there. I mean, it's kind of sexy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I kind of like it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's art about Oscar. I'm gonna say this right now. I'm trying to say Oscar Bazala Bazaladu. I can't pronounce. I'm it. not sure how to pronounce it, but it's Oscar, Oscar. Bazal Bazaldu. Bazaldua. But yeah, he's he's really good. I like his I like his art style. So it's, so, it's similar to almost like Dawson's man, um, the, the cover artist. Once you look at it, it's almost similar to it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm really looking forward to the rest of the, the series to keep reading that one. Yeah. And so I would I will I mean I would recommend reading Mr. and Mrs. X if you're a Gambit fan or a Rogue fan or you both. I really we really recommend you read yeah. this. If you're one of those people who's not uh a fan of them as a couple, you might want to stay away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But if if you're like me and you've been kind of hoping for this team up merger whatever you want to call it for a long time then I think you'll really enjoy it because Kelly Thompson really seems to understand the characters and she really seems to love them and that's what's important and she's a really good storyteller she really because our next book is the West Coast Avengers right which you've seen the solicitation for those for that, that one, book I'm, another one I'm looking forward to yeah. that's got a great team the two Hawkeyes <laughs> and Gwenpool and Couple others, um, Miss America and Chavez. Chavez, yeah, and the guy Omega Kid. Well, I mean, yeah. he's an X Man. He's a yeah. psychic, telepath. Yeah, it's a weird group. Just say say it's weird, right? It's weird. What I like those type of Which books. Fun. She was the one who wrote the. She was writing the Hawkeye, the female one, when she was over doing her investigation. Oh, that's right. That's right. In California, right? Right. Yeah, that's she, what she was. I'm sure she was writing something else, but that was kind of one of her starter ones for Marvel. Yeah, it was. It was. But I didn't actually read that one, but I heard it was pretty good. Hmm, I need to check it out. Probably um, download it. Now, now another book that I don't know if Trevor doesn't read these type of books, but this caught my attention. This is another book from Aftershock Comics. And by the way, man, Aftershock has been really busy the past weeks or so, man. Hollywood just got rights to anim- animosity, mm-hmm. you know, for that book. And another television, sci-fi got the TV rights to... Um, the Lost City Explorers, I believe it is. Yep. Yeah, so they're I'll very busy. watch it if it's on Sci-Fi. So. Uh, <laughs> sci-Fi pissed me off for the last time when they canceled The Expanse. So. But hey, they're going to be on Amazon. That, well, thank God for Amazon for picking it up. They get my money. But yeah, no. after that and Farscape and a bunch of other crap, I was like, nope, I'm not yeah. watching your shows anymore, Sci-Fi. Fuck you. You know what you got to do, right? <laughs> But you got to buy Amazon Prime. Bro. Yeah, I know. But I have time before I have to because it's not even going to come out until 2019. So. Oh, I wait. Well, you had to pay $119. I would. I mean. I'm sh- I, I use Amazon for other things, too, so I'm sure it would be, you know, worth it. So the next book is called Pestilence, right? And um, the first story arc was all about zombies during the, I guess, the Crusader Doing a crusade, I guess. That's about that right, I think. Because you look at the picture, like it. right? It's definitely at... like, yeah, old medieval England. Yeah, so it's about zombies and stuff like that. That was the first arc. So in the second arc, come to find out the zombie plague, you know, it got it's cured and everything. It was only a disguise because Lucifer or Satan did that on purpose just to get into the earth, you know, because now the people that's cured and everything, but those people who got tainted. I mean, zombies and got cured, it was, he, that was part of his plan. 
So, in this book, it's written by Frank Thierry. I guess I'm saying that right. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Uh, he has done an excellent job in this book. Because I'm not the one to read horror, horror books like that. But it kind of intrigued me. So, it was during a medieval time. They had to fight zombies with swords. And they don't know what zombies are. So, they're just like fighting them and stabbing them in the chest and everything like that. But not cutting the head off. And they, it, just, it was just weird and fun to read. So, I, um, Pestilence is a, it's the second art called A Story of Satan. And like I said, this time around, the, the Prince of Lies, Satan is coming on earth and everything like that, you know, through the Catholic Church and all churches, you know. <laughs> so I kind of um, recommend reading this if you're a horror fan or you like zombies or just like good, like cursing and um, yeah, there's, there's sex in there. Period. There was a lot of cursing. Yeah, there was like some sex going on in the, yeah. in the banquet hall of the church. Yeah, in the church. And then if you go to the very last page of this issue, you got like a hand coming out of a dead, naked woman's vagina. vagina? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Good times. Good stuff. Good stuff, man. Good, yeah, good stuff. And so a, if you're into the... coming out in between, in between her breasts, so it's kind of like a reverse motorboat or something. Oh, that would a reverse motorboat. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. It's a head. Yeah, the... I mean, they're coming out of the other bodies, too, but hers is the prominent one in the middle. So uh, if you be big in those kind of things, I kind of recommend reading this book. But it is a great read. You know, if you're into horror um, in medieval um, times, uh, things of that nature, I recommend that book right there. So those are two books I um, want to talk about because uh, I'm probably do this more. I'll talk about reviews and everything like that. So um, that's it for me, Trevor. You got anything to say? Uh, no, not really. I haven't read Pestilence, so I don't have much to say about that. I haven't really read anything comics-wise. I mean, I've read stuff, but anything that's new. Because uh, these days, I can only ever get to the comic shop once every month, month and a half. Um, but pick up X-23. All right, I will check that one out then. I'll give it to you when you leave. X-23, check it out. Um, but that's about it, man. Um, like I said, how people... Um, catch you are you still blogging man you have not blogged in a long time i haven't i've been considering doing it but every time i sit down and come up with ideas or whatever i never get around to actually writing anything so maybe maybe not uh, you know but i do have a blog on uh, wordpress called at toshiro no ronin you know so if you want to look it up it's mostly anime and that sort of stuff um i haven't done anything since like 2014 <laughs> <laughs> But I got the occasional idea. It's just a matter of whether I'll actually write those. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> and you could get them on Twitter also. At, yeah, at Toshiro no Ronin, but I don't really use Twitter much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not much into social media much anymore. Yeah, you work so much, man. You'd be tired to get home. Like, I do, and it's just, yeah, I just don't post much as it is. I'm kind of losing interest in social media because of all the, the privacy and the whatever and no, I don't Facebook really care is the one my life that much anymore. Facebook is the one I just don't want to be dealing with too much well, anymore Twitter has kind of been taking it this past couple of weeks because of some of their policies and what they've done I haven't looked at especially lately. with the James Gunn thing that yeah. kind of was like the final straw for some people well when Dave he's saying the things he's saying why not the, the man up top why not saying get things about him I mean he says a lot of things that could be like Detrimental to our um, well, country, that's, man. That's the thing. Is it's one of those things where Twitter just kind of decides willy nilly when they're going to enforce the rules, and it always seems to be not against the people who are provoking or trolling or you know saying first, some pretty. First of all, things. James Gunn thing was ten years ago, man, and I understand it's not right what he did, 
But the two issues with that is one, I wasn't actually a James Gunn fan back in the day. I didn't know much so, about James you know, Gunn. He's he's won me over. Uh, but the thing is, is that Disney hired him. Knowing. Knowing all of that stuff. They knew about his past, and they hired him anyways, but now that somebody's brought up something that he did 10 years ago that he it really doesn't con- do anymore. It was a conservative blogger, and, right. he, and James Gunn is very uh, um, vocal about Trump and the administration. Yeah, especially the last couple of weeks. So yeah. they went after him, they found his old tweets, and decided to yeah, wage a campaign to get him fired, and it worked. Which unfortunately means that Disney bowed to the pressure and as I said, they were hypocrites because they knew full well that that's what his past was like to begin with when they hired him. And then this crazy part is they did a petition. And now the petition is close to 500,000 people. Yeah. And, I mean, that's good to say, man. I mean, you, like you said, you knew what you were getting yourself into when you hired this guy because you've seen what he has done in the tweets and stuff like that. Right. But that's the old person, man. Right. And I don't approve of what he did. I don't approve of the things that he said. I mean, they were pretty tasteless. Uh, but... It's the problem with going after somebody right now for someone they said something they said ten years ago when their current behavior doesn't reflect that because we've all done really shitty things in our past ten years ago or maybe more like fifteen years ago it's like we used to call people gay as an insult yeah that was like the thing now if you do it you're like a to- to- uh, a horrible person which you should be. You should I don't. Be. I don't make those jokes anymore. But back then, it was like that's what it was. Yeah. So it's really hard to then look back at yourself ten years ago and go like, oh, I was the worst person. Yeah, I kind of was, but I was also like everybody else. Yeah. And the difference is, is I've grown and I've learned not to be like that anymore. And that's the case here. But basically, by him getting fired for something he did ten years ago for mistakes of his past, basically says. You can't change. You're not allowed to change. It doesn't fucking matter what you do because your past is going to follow you forever. And that's that's I mean, not true. Now, if your past is terrible, like you're a rapist or a murderer or something, well, then, yeah, that's a little bit different. This was just a bunch of really off-color jokes that were not good, but that's not something that you should hang somebody for for the rest of their life. Hang them? Well, just... I'm just a figure... Not figure I'm just saying. I'm playing with you, man. It, it's just... It, it basically rubs in the idea that you can't change and grow as a person, so why bother even changing and growing as a and person? And some people do, and yeah. some people don't. So if, yeah, if, you are, if you were an asshole 10 years ago, but now your assholeness, you, or you've gotten better over the years, so now you've cleaned up your act, you know, you're a great person, people like you, you don't do that behavior anymore. If people are going to still hold that against you from 10 years ago... And it's going to affect your career and your life and all that other stuff. Then what was the point of changing? Just be an asshole again. And that's the thing, though. We had, we had a day and age now that we cannot forgive people for what they did in the past. Well, that's the funny thing. We can't forgive them for what they did in the past. But, you know, someone like Trump can say something terrible yesterday and everybody forgives him. And, you know, <laughs> it, the it's, hypocrisy of it's it. so double-sided it's that it's hip- ridiculous. Hip- it's like, hypocrisy of it. And that's man. the thing. is The people who are still shitheads today, yeah, sure. Hold it against them because they were shitheads 10 years ago. They're shitheads today. <laughs> but if you've cleaned up your act and you've become a better person, you really should be given a little bit more of you know the benefit of the doubt and a grain of salt. That's true, That's man. my personal opinion. That's true. Right. I mean, on the other side, I know right there, we had a little rant over there. I guess Trevor, Trevor got out the way. <laughs> I was talking about social media. We get on talk about James Gunn and Twitter. I'm about to take my social handles right now. By the way, you can, you can, you can catch me on just as I'm sorry. You can catch that. 
part out if you want. <laughs> no, we're gonna keep that. We're gonna keep everything like that, man. But you can catch me on um, on my social media at Just Being Amos on Instagram, Twitter, and also you can check out my website, JustBeingAmos.com, which I actually do a lot of blogging on there. Like somebody need to, you know. <laughs> so um, you can catch me on my social media at those um, social media handles and everything like that. I hope you guys enjoy this show. Peace. Just being a